Welcome to episode 42, Love versus Romantic Love, Feeling Love, and a Little Valentine's Day Message. Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacy Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. This episode will come out on Friday before Valentine's Day. So I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day a little bit but mostly I want to get us thinking about where the feeling of love comes from and like what is the difference between all the loving relationships we already have in our lives and the love we'll have for our person. What is the difference between like love and romantic love? So let's start exploring. This past weekend, I was up in Sonoma to visit one of my besties who just got a new beagle puppy, Watson. She put down her beloved 14-year-old beagle, big last month and has been just devastated. We went to Sundance together in between, which was a much needed distraction for her. But when she came back home to an empty house, she felt so depressed and alone. She did everything with Fig and he was always there like to greet her at the door. And Fig was this one man doggy. He only had eyes for her. And The week she got back from Sundance, she just felt so much pain and sadness. She had wanted to rescue another dog, but felt so sad she decided to get a puppy instead of just waiting for a rescue. She was in love with her new puppy, Watson, at first sight. This little 6.7-pound chunkalicious filled a 27-pound hole in her heart. And I fell in love with him, too. All Watson had done was be like so damn cute. He almost looks fake. And we were both feeling love for him. And our feelings of love for this little Watson feel great. She even still loves him after he cried the first night from like 10.30 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. She had other feelings for him too that night, like hate and frustration, but still love the little bugger. My first thought from this is I think we can love someone or a dog even though we really don't know them. Love is a feeling and an emotion, like a sensation in our bodies that are caused by our thoughts. What people and puppies do can make the feeling of love easier. They can impact us and influence us. But the truth is the feeling of love is coming from our thoughts about them. And her main thought is, I love this little guy. Also, I had a client two weeks ago text me after a date with a guy. She had just met him like a week ago and had had three Zoom calls before the first in-person date. And after the date, she texted me and said she thinks she loves him and that she, quote, wasn't kidding. And I texted her back to enjoy that feeling. All the dating advice out there says you can't love them because you don't really know them yet. But I disagree. I think she was having thoughts about him that were creating the feelings of love in her. And what a beautiful, fun feeling to have. And since then, he showed up in a way that has her thinking differently and doesn't have her feeling those loving feelings anymore. And she's not beating herself up because she was feeling so lovey and excited. 
The fact is she had a really amazing connection with him on a date and her thoughts about that amazing connection caused her feelings of love in her that night and for a couple days. She was probably painting a picture and writing a story of their beautiful, loving life together. And those thoughts caused those loving feelings in her body. And what a wonderful night. What a wonderful feeling. Now she has more data points, more dates and Zoom calls that have her thinking a different way and causing feelings more like doubt or disinterest or unsure. Her thoughts about him and them together changed, so her feelings changed. And because her thoughts and feelings changed, she changed her actions and set up a date with another person. And the other guy is still in the picture, but she decided to date other people too while she gets to know him. So let's talk more about the feeling of love coming from your thoughts, because I'm guessing some of you aren't buying it. So let me give you a couple more examples. Some of you are probably hung up and feeling like love for some guy that is treating you like shit, (laughs) breadcrumbing you, came on strong, now is just too busy to meet up, maybe isn't even kind to you, like treats you like crap, but you're still thinking about him all the time, hoping he'll see how wonderful you are and start showing up like you want him to. But now it's maybe crickets or breadcrumbs, but you're still feeling love for them. So their actions, which are shitty, we would guess would cause you disgust or repel you or have you feeling dislike or indifference. But you most likely have a story, aka thoughts, about how wonderful they are or can be and how great your life would be together if they would just realize how wonderful you two could be together. It's not what they're doing that's causing the loving thoughts because their actions are definitely not loving. It's your thoughts about them and your story about your potential that's causing your loving feelings. It's the story you have in your mind about what could be or how awesome they are. And if they only pick you, you two could ride off into the sunset together. Or you're still like thinking about the brief time they did show up incredibly. Or think about someone you absolutely do not want to be in a romantic relationship with maybe like some skeevy guy from work, imagine them asking you out, telling you they have feelings for you, sending you flowers, giving you gifts. They may be feeling love for you. Acting from a place of love and doing loving things, but you're not feeling the love. You're probably feeling super uncomfortable, grossed out, or like just totally turned off because your thoughts about them and what they're doing cause your love or dislike for them, not them or what they're doing. Or think about someone you love that is no longer on this earth. They're not doing anything anymore because they're dead. You're not around them and interacting with them, but you still feel a deep love and connection to them because you're thinking about them in a loving way and feeling love for them because of your loving thoughts about them. So Feelings come from your thoughts. The feeling of love comes from your thoughts. And with that said, I believe we should pick people to share our lives with, friends and future partners, who make the thoughts and feelings we want to feel easier for us. Like in picking a partner, pick someone that makes it easier to feel and adds to your feelings of like love, safety, security, being seen, 
understood, appreciated, accepted, being heard, validated, trust, joy, fun, sexy, all the feelings you want more of in your relationship. Someone who helps you move towards these feelings. And we want to focus on making those feelings easier for our partner too. We can also start to shift our relationship with ourselves by shifting our old thought patterns about us and how worthy and lovable we are. Your relationship with yourself starts with your thoughts about yourself, more loving thoughts about you, more loving feelings about you, more accepting thoughts about you, more self-acceptance. And then there's the term falling in love and falling out of love, make it seem like love just happens to us. But really what happens is our thoughts about them change. Our thoughts are moving us towards or away from the connection we have with that person. And this is good news because we have more control over those thoughts than we believe. Okay, now a little about Valentine's Day. Most of us have absorbed societal messaging that we need other people to like validate our worth and our lovableness. We look outside of ourselves, like outsourcing the feeling of love. We may have thoughts that we're not like whole or adequate without a relationship. And Valentine's Day can do a doozy on our brains and reinforce this for some of us. We have thoughts about being single on Valentine's Day. We attach a story to us about what it means to be single. I am a dating coach and I do not believe you need a relationship to be happy, like have a happy fulfilling, loving, amazing, thriving life. We've been told and believed that this like romantic love is this superior, special kind of love that our lives are less than without. Like if life is a beautiful garden full of gorgeous flowers, but we don't have a certain variety of flower like petunias, our garden is somehow missing the most important flower. So instead of like loving on our garden, seeing all its beauty, appreciating ourselves for the gardening we've done and the flourishing flower beds we have with so many different varietals, we get bummed out instead because we don't have petunias. Despite our garden being full of so many colorful blooms, our brain only sees the missing one. Our brain is like, "Mm, nice garden, but you don't have petunias. If you have petunias, that would prove you're worthy and lovable and enough and not too much. And because of all the messaging we receive growing up and from society, our brains believe our garden isn't complete or real or the best it can be without petunias. But the truth is, petunias aren't a superior flower. And at the same time, if we want to grow petunias as part of our amazing garden, let's do it. I'm saying this because some of us use Valentine's Day as like a depressing reminder we're still single. And I want to remind you not to beat yourself up. Use the longing as a sign to get out there and find your person and your amazing partner to keep going and not give up. The skill is loving our lives now in the present and wanting more or different in the future. Go celebrate the love you have in your life with your amazing friends. Stop and smell the gorgeous roses in your garden while still going after growing your petunias. Okay, switching gears, but still more garden metaphors coming your way. So if love comes from our thoughts, then like what the hell is the difference between love and like being in love and romantic love? 
I think romantic love is like a combo of feelings. Love, like plus physical attraction, plus intimacy. But romantic love, physical attraction and intimacy too, isn't the full story when you're thinking about finding your person to share life with. I think there is a huge choice piece, like a choice, a decision to make to share our lives in a deep, intimate way with another person. Two parties coming together with an understanding and commitment to do this life together. Two people who add to each other's lives with the intent of making their lives together in a way that they are both in agreement on or agree on most parts because they'll definitely have differences. Back to my flower analogy. You choose to pot yourself in the same container, fertilize each other, protect each other from the outside elements, water each other's dreams, weed out the things you don't want together, share the sunlight, co-mingle your roots, and help each other grow. And that's why I talk a lot about choosing someone who is choosing you too, someone who is all into you too. Because one of the most important pieces of our long-term romantic relationship is that choice and decision to do life together, that you're both excited, ready, wanting to do life together. I so want you to find someone you're super attracted to and turned on by. And I want someone who cherishes you, supports you, loves you to pieces, and is thrilled to do life with you. They pull you in and hold you tight emotionally and physically. That they are like warm by your bright light and proud of your accomplishments. A question to ask yourself when you're dating and getting to know someone is, are they really choosing me too? Are they ready, willing, and able to make the type of decision and commitment? You're the one creating the feelings of love. So if they go away or you weed them out, you still have that amazing ability to feel love because you created it with your thoughts. And we can purposely grow our loving feelings and we can purposely reduce our desire for people all with our thoughts and what we focus on. Like if you're trying to get over someone, have a list to read of all the ways they aren't showing up for you and rereading that when your brain gets on a roll about how great they are and how much you love them. If we are madly, deeply in love with someone, maybe even have the like physical attraction and intimacy part, but they don't want to or can't show up as that dedicated partner, then they really aren't your person. Because what really makes a romantic life partner is the sharing of life and the partnering piece, the mutual choice to do that. Okay, those are my coach thoughts for you this Valentine's Day. And on Valentine's Day, remember Miley Cyrus, you can buy yourself flowers and do it from a place of love and Feel the love from yourself. I love you and I hope you feel it and go get them and feel the love while you do. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find your person.